I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Notes from Therapy, where I share with you takeaways from my personal therapy or just other things that are pouring into my life or coming up for me at the moment. And today we are talking about something that I wish I learned in therapy a long time ago. So the first time I ever saw a therapist, I was in college and I don't even know if you could call them a therapist. I think they were maybe a counselor, just someone who worked for the school who you could go talk to. And I would see her once a week. And the main thing we were talking about was how I didn't know what my purpose was. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. It was kind of around the time I needed to be declaring a major. And I was unhappy with that. Like I was really unsettled with it. I was ruminating and freaking out about it and crying in her office about it all the time. I don't know what I, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want in terms of my career. Like how do you make a decision about a career and about your life and your life's purpose as, you know, like a 19 year old, a 20 year old. So I would sit in her office and we would talk about this all the time. And honestly, she was not very good at this. Okay. Like one time she said that she showed, she had recorded a session for her superior, like someone who, like her boss and they watched it together. And he said, well, she, maybe she get into acting because she's so dramatic. And she told me that I think she didn't realize he was being mean. And she told me that as if it was sincere, like she should try acting or maybe he was sincere. I am a very expressive person. I, you know, I gesticulate. I have big facial expressions. I record myself for my job on video all the time. Like I, you know, I get it. And I am pretty dramatic. Like to be fair, like she had a point, but it wasn't helpful. You know what I mean? Like it didn't help me figure things out or help me release that pressure that I was putting on myself to figure my entire life out at the age of 19. So now, you know, 18, 17 years later, here is what I wish she would have said. I wish she would have said that there is no figuring your purpose out in your head. You can't do it. You can think your way through. You maybe have a sense of some things you like, maybe a sense of what your values are, but you are not going to be able to figure out your purpose, your life's goal, your life's mission through your thoughts. You have to try things on because there is so much that changes, so much that awakens and so much that shuts down when we try something on for the first time and you never know which direction it's going to go until you try it. So if you spend 20, 30, 40 years trying to figure out what you do, what your purpose is, what your passion is, and then you try that thing and it doesn't feel good, you're going to want to give up, right? It's going to feel so hopeless when reality, you cannot predict your passion. You have to just try stuff. And if you had told me, you know, when I was 19, that my passion was going to be the Enneagram, that my purpose was going to be found in the Enneagram, I would have been like, what are you talking about? You know, that symbol looks scary to me. I wouldn't have known, even if you had told me when I found the Enneagram, when I met the Enneagram, if you had said like, this is going to turn into your career, I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have had the vision for it because the vision for it was so much 
different than I could have possibly come up with in my mind. And the only reason that we got here is because I just tried a bunch of stuff, right? Like, and if you know my career, it's like I started out in photography. I started out in photojournalism. I tried some stuff. I figured out, okay, journalism is not going to work for me because I want to be involved. I want to participate. I can't be an observer like that. That didn't fit right. So then I started shooting weddings. I was like, okay, that's closer to something, but it wasn't quite it. I started doing boudoir, which was really close to something because I was getting really connected to the people I was working with. I liked the like self-love aspect of what we were doing. And then I got into marketing and was like, okay, marketing is interesting. I like business. I like photography. I like writing. These things are all at play. I understand that. I did that for a different company. I did that for several companies. Every company had their hits and misses. Then I was like, okay, I think I want to work more directly with people than I am. I want to work less in like making people money and more in what, what's working for your soul. I had, you know, burned out a lot of times. I did a lot of systems and things that helped me to recover from burnout and to prevent burnout. It's not, it's a relationship that you're in forever, but I think, you know, I figured some things out. So I started coaching on burnout recovery and prevention and I fell in love with that. And then I found the Enneagram and the Enneagram was such an asset in the work that I was doing with burnout that I was like, wow, there's something really here. And then I just became obsessed with it and I couldn't stop talking about it and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And it was everywhere I was looking, it was everything I was wanted to talk about it all the time. And it wasn't even me who thought I should do something with it. I had a friend who was like, girl, get an outlet. And so then I started talking about it more online and it came together. And and I, I say that to say, if you had told me in college, you know, if you'd asked me in college, like, well, what do you want to do? I would have said I wanted to work for National Geographic. And that is not at all where we are, right? That's not at all where we are. And I like where I am, right? It's okay that I couldn't know what my passion would be in my brain at 19. I think that that's the thing is like, there's no age in which we can predict our own future. There's no age in which we can know how it's really going to feel to try things on. And the more we try to ruminate on our purpose, the less we get to put ourselves in the path of figuring out what our purpose really is because you have to just do some stuff. And I honestly believe that people change. And so the more we try to control and predict and figure things out in our mind, the more likely we are to change even before we ever take action. So when you hear my journey, I think, you know, it's very traditional seven, but I think one of the things that sevens do really well is connect to their purpose and their passion. They connect to what they want and they do what they want to do and they follow the thing that is lighting them up in the moment. And so if you are someone who's like ruminating over what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? You know, what's my purpose? What's my passion? Is this my identity? If you're in that phase, tap into the part of you that is a seven and try some stuff on because my little like National Geographic dreaming self couldn't have imagined being where I am now. But the moment I got into the photojournalism industry and started doing my first job, I knew instantly that this was not for me. But in my brain, it was like this like 
perfect culmination of identities, right? Like I'm a writer, I'm a photographer. I love people. I love travel. It felt like, of course, this is what I'm going to do. And then I got into the field and I was like, absolutely not. (laughs) This is not for me. And it, it wasn't, if I had thought my way through this, if I had been like doing this thing where I was like, oh, should I apply for that job? Should I even try to do it? You know, is this for me? Should I put myself out there until I know for sure this is the path that I'll be on forever. By the time I'd thought that through, I would have been a different person. Instead of just, why don't we go for it and then let it figure itself out. Let it alter us. Let it change us. Let it change our minds. Let our actions, our experiences, the things we pour ourselves into build our purpose, right? You're not going to think your way to a purpose. Purposes aren't this thing that's like out there that you find. It's not like this little like golden nugget that like someone hid like an Easter egg that you have to like search for your whole life. And then one day you find it, you build it. You build it with your experiences. You build it with the knowledge that you take on. You build it with the books that you read, the people you engage with, the things that you pour yourself into, your values, your skill sets, the things you intentionally practice, the things you like, the things you don't like. You know, as you have experiences, you build your passion actively. Everything is always pointing toward where you're going, whether you like it or not, whether you're doing it on purpose or not, you're always building toward where you're going consciously or unconsciously. So try some stuff. If you have an inclination of like, okay, maybe this is my thing, do it. Do it for a minute. (laughs) Try it. Give yourself a little challenge. Do it for 30 days straight. See how you feel. What do you like? What do you not like? Take that data. Let it make the decision for what you do next and build your purpose. I also think that when we over-identify with what we do, it creates unnecessary suffering, right? I see this all the time. People staying in jobs for way too long because they're like, well, I'm this kind of person. Or maybe they stay in jobs not long enough. Maybe they have really supportive, you know, quote unquote, boring jobs that pay their bills, that give them health insurance, that offer them stability, that aren't toxic. You know, they're not like bad, unhealthy work environments, but they're just not like glamorous. And so they feel like, oh, I need to leave my job to do something in my purpose instead of finding purpose, creating purpose where they are and appreciating the stability that they have. You know, some of us don't crave stability. Others do. And I don't think there's like a wrong way to be in that regard. But sometimes like our society and Instagram really pushes this narrative that everybody should be an entrepreneur. Everybody should be a girl boss. Everybody should be constantly living into their purpose. Their job should be their passion. The whole like, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life is not true. It's not true. Like loving what you do doesn't prevent you from having hard parts of your job. Every job sucks. Working sucks. Like having to work to live isn't fun, no matter how cool your job is. And so putting this pressure on not only finding something that you're passionate about, but also being able to turn that into a thriving business, that's a lot to ask. What if instead we go, I'm taking information in right now. I really appreciate the stability that I have, or right now this job is not serving me. I'm going to take on another job that offers me the stability that I need while I try on some stuff and figure out what I feel passionate about right now. Other ways that this like over-identifying with your purpose creates suffering is that your job is not your identity. So when you align your identity up with your job, you take something from yourself, I think, in that. Like you, you 
over identify with the role that you're playing or you even under identify with who you are outside of your work. And I think this is a very capitalistic mindset. And I'm not saying that that's a bad mindset. I'm not like saying that if, you know, we live in a, we live in that society, we have to have that mindset to some degree, but at the same time, like there are so many other ways of being a person and so many other cultures that exist that we can learn from where there's not this intense pressure to monetize the things we enjoy. And I think it's worth exploring just enjoying them and just enjoying things until you want to identify with them and enjoying them until you want to monetize them. If you ever do, right? There are so many people, so many different places in the world where people just work a little and then they enjoy their life. And I think that that's something we can really learn from. And when we put too much pressure on our job to be a representation of who we are as a person, we miss out on a lot of things. We miss out on the chance to live a life that is interesting and varied and offers us a willingness to meet ourselves new every day. And we miss out on the chance to let our job stay in its proper place, which is simply to pay our bills. I say that to say, I want to play the role of tough love aunt today and just say, if you have been in deep pursuit of finding your passion, stop it. (laughs) Stop that. Just do some stuff without the pressure of a perfect outcome. Play try things, fail, live. Because likely one of those things will stick around for a while, but also likely it will change for you and you will change. And that's okay because we're not looking for a golden nugget Easter egg of purpose. We are building our purpose with everything we do, everything we say, the way we show up every day, whether we like it or not, We're doing it, so we might as well do it on purpose. So I have a lot to say here. Honestly, I think this could be a blog post. Like I have a lot more I'd like to say on this topic. So let me know if you're interested and I can go ahead and make that sub stack that I keep meaning to start but haven't yet. So let me know on Instagram if that's of interest to you. As always, thank you so much for being here. It's an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I'll see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.